Hello, and welcome to the Talk 11 podcast, the podcast that creates connection. We have a lineup of extraordinary speakers on every season that are here to talk about their story and talk about their struggle so that you feel like you are never alone because we feel at this day and age, there is a huge disconnect in the community and we want to connect you guys back together again. So welcome and stay tuned for a lot of fun, a lot of value. Take the time and take a listen. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to season two of the Talk 11 podcast. I am here with co-creator and friend Matt Capacetti, and we are so excited to jump into this next season. So not only um, are we here to talk about event number two, which just went by, we are going to talk to you about a few other things today. So Matt, hello. How's it going? Farah, how are you? Oh, splendid. And yourself? I am living the dream as always. As always, my friend, as always. So let's, you know what, let's kick it off with our thoughts on talk 11 number two. So event number two happened January 11th, 2020 in Mississauga. I want to hear from you. I want to know how you felt about it, how you feel about it, what was different, what was the same, all the things. Mm -hmm. I thought it was spectacular. I think the speakers did a great job. I think you did a great job. I think the venue was great. There was a couple small technical issues, but that always happens in live productions, which yep. you don't really have control over. All in all, it was I think it was a really impactful event for both the speakers and the people that came out to watch and support. It was different, I think, so different, maybe not necessarily in the product that went up on stage, but just I think, and we've talked about this mm. previously, is, is how it was different for us, right? The first one was really intense, really, really stressful. There was so much going on and we had to get this new event on stage. We didn't know how it was going to come across. We didn't know how it was going to be perceived. It's been swirling around in our heads for so long. We've never put on a show, or at least I haven't put on a show since high school. Yeah, not to uh, the scale that we did it, right? Like what I had put on little small shows with yes. a few people, but nothing to, to the extent of what we did the first round. Yeah. So the, and that was stressful. It right? was, it was um, And so this go around, I think the nice part was we kind of, we've built a framework, right, of how to coach and work with the speakers to get them to a point where their story is both impactful and healing for them, mm-hmm. but it's also relatable and impactful for the audience members. We weren't trying to put all these different systems in place to get everybody ready, even ourselves, like we had all that kind of in, in place. And I think going through this process again, kind of just reconfirmed that we're on the right track. And I think all that hard work paid off. And like the night of the show, well, before, before I get what, like, how did you feel the night of the show? It was interesting at first because uh, there was a lot of rain that day. So for for those of you listening internationally, uh, we live in Canada and it's winter, but winter decided to be like a extreme rain frozen ice storm the day of our event. So coming into it, I was a little worried about who was going to show up if people yeah. were up. And it was a hectic morning. So I showed up to the event a little flustered, a little bit in my head. But honestly, yeah. as soon as I walked into the venue and I saw the theater, it was like everything else just disappeared. And I knew that it was going to be a spectacular night. So yeah. that's how I felt going into the event. What I feel about the event was it was a whole different ballpark like it was 
it was similar in the fact that we knew what we were doing. Like you said, like we knew what we were doing. We knew what we were walking into. We knew who our speakers were. We had so much faith in them, but it was different because it felt easier. Yeah. Being on stage felt easier. Introducing the speakers felt easier. Just the whole night flowed in a way, not saying that the first event didn't flow, but this one just flowed in a way because it was our second rodeo. We got, we knew what we were doing yeah. we, and it just felt really good. And then I didn't have the four day hangover. Yeah. The four day emotional hangover was not there this time. I remember you and I had a conversation quickly the next morning and it was just, how you feeling today? And I said, honestly, I feel more excited and energized than drained. Yeah. Last time we felt drained. And I think it was just that accumulation of, um, anticipation because it had been swirling in your mind for four years. Yeah. Uh, we had finally just got it out there and done and it was just draining. But this round was exciting and exhilarating. And I think it just re it confirmed that uh, we're on the right path with this. So, I yeah. think so. So, but we should tell, so we were a little bit more prepared as well. Oh, for yes, this one. we were. So yeah, we just were. to give kind of everyone a, a peek behind the curtain last time we were so wrapped up in kind of the stage production side of things, getting the speakers ready, making sure that they were there, making sure that the mics worked and that the lighting was right and that the stage was set up and that making uh, sure people were buying tickets, making sure people were buying tickets. We kind of neglected, not on purpose. Maybe there was a little bit of our ego saying, uh, we don't need to, you know, we, we've both been on stage. We both emceed things. We both spoken for a living we don't need to worry about, you know, the introductions and stuff like that. It, it was a downside of the first one, just our, and it wasn't terrible. We we're our, obviously our own worst critics, but I mean, we didn't really have kind of like a fluid memorized introduction for each speaker. So we're like, ah, screw it. We're just going to, we'll just read off sheets. And that maybe came across a little Mickey Mouse, but this one fair tell them, you know, again, and I'm working on getting out of the perfectionist mode we came up with our kind of like intro bits, our shtick, which then for the, you know, the six days prior to the events, I made Farah practice practice on a daily basis with me so that we didn't forget it. How did you feel about that? Looking back, I'm glad that we practiced. Did we need the excessive amount of practice? Probably not. But excessive, I'm excessive is a personal description of it. Personal description of it, yes. I'm a fly off the cusp, just wing it kind of uh -huh. a gal. So to practice things, like even when I have paid gigs and don't tell the people that pay me this, even when I have paid gigs and I go to speak somewhere or I do a training, I've got my slide decks ready. Everything is good to go. But the things that I'm saying, I say when I get there, I don't practice. I don't really. So to practice that intro was, it was a good learning experience for me. And I think I'll start doing it more often. But it's interesting. And I agree with you in so much as you don't exactly know what you're saying, like to the word, right. but like even, but when you do workshops, when you do seminars, when you do talks, like you have your deck done. Oh, 100%. Right. So, so, so that's kind of the preparation. That's the, yes. that's the hard work. And when you get up on stage or in front of a crowd or in front of a, a workshop, everything else that comes out of your mouth is meant for that crowd. Right. And that, and, and, and to that point, you know, that's also what we kind of 
push the speakers to do as well. We don't push yeah. them to, to necessarily write out a full script that they can read. We kind of push them to come up with the, the outline of their life. It's their story. Get a bunch of key words down and kind of build around that because we talked about this with one of our speakers, um, Chuck, who, who wrote that mm-hmm. down. He's like, you know what I figured out is the way I write is not the way I actually speak. Yes. Yeah. Right. So yeah. now we jump back to our excessive, as you say, practicing of our intro. We kind of did the same thing, right? We, like we didn't write it out and memorize no. it. We just kind of came up with a framework and said, okay, let's, you know, work around those parameters. And every time we practiced it, the language was different. Oh, totally. And we just, just, when we got up there, it was completely different. Completely because, different. I think as well, because there's two of us. Yeah. Um, we had to know when each other were speaking as well. Yeah. So, that's, I think it was definitely key to do that. Now, every time we introduced a speaker, that was, that was just us going with what was supposed to be said that day. So I think yeah. we did well. So yeah. a round of applause for us um, and, a, and a round of applause to our speakers for a second. Yeah. It was honestly, it was awesome. It was different. And I think it'll be different every time we do an yeah. event. And, and that's kind of the exciting thing. And It really and, is. And one of the things that was different this time which caused me a little bit of stress was the Wednesday evening before the show. We got noticed. It was Wednesday or Thursday. I can't remember yeah. recall which one. We got noticed that one of our speakers, unfortunately, and sadly had a, a death close to her and her family. And with travel times to the service and family obligations, she would not be able to speak at the event, which kind of left us a little swirling for you know what do you know do we try to fill in that spot Mm -hmm. do one of us speak and we came up with the idea and well I threw the idea out there and I came up with the idea and and you you were you you hesitant but you were very understanding and a very good sport and you kind of let me run with it for a little bit anyway and that was okay well and again the backstory to this is and I, I don't remember if this is true. I know that's, I don't know if anyone out there listening does this, but as time goes on, the stories that we actually create in our head about our memories mm. and what actually happened, I find it hard to remember which is which. Yeah. Not all the time, not important, like important, important, important things. But like, if I'm reaching back for memory, I'm like, okay, how did that happen? So after the first event, I remember going out with you, with Farah and, and some of the people from, from the Barry event for a drink and one of my friends was there and we were sitting down and I, I suspect if I remember incorrectly, he may have said, dude, you know what you should try is opening up the floor, like opening up if anybody wants to speak and like, and, and, I, and I'll have to ask Ryan if that's actually the way it went down, but it does, it doesn't really matter for the sake of this story. We were, we're down a speaker. We're two days away from the event and the idea was, okay, what if we do a little kind of, comedy relief shtick because all the speakers in this event were fairly, I don't want to say intense, but the topics, the theme, which kind of naturally occurred was a little bit more heavy than the first one overall. And we will talk about that in a second. And then I'm like, well, why don't we see if someone from the audience, you know, we'll do, well, again, we'll do our little shtick. We'll get everyone to close their eyes and picture themselves on stage and see if anybody wants to come up and tell their story. Neither you or I, in our wildest dreams could have imagined someone actually coming up. And if we did, we thought it, it, we thought it may have been 
one of the speakers that had previously pre been on stage, yeah, previously been on stage, or that had previously applied that who we are kind of continually yes. working yeah. with, so that they they might be ready for a future event. Anyway, so one of our speakers, uh, Sean Reyes, uh, spoke. He was incredible, and his story is really powerful. And so we're I'm standing on stage, and Farah comes out, and we're like, okay, does anyone want to come up here? And you know, they'll you know, you have did we give him three minutes or five minutes? Uh, three minutes. We gave him three, three yeah. minutes. And Sean's mom put up her hand. Yeah. So Sean was one of our speakers and yeah. uh, he had actually just walked off the stage. Yeah. So timing was impeccable. And when I talked to his mom after, she said, you know, he had just walked off stage and I thought it would be the perfect time to kind of give a prequel to what his talk was as to what was going on between. And we'll talk, you know, we'll talk to Sean and we'll talk about him in a little bit, but uh, about why his story unfolded and how it unfolded through her eyes um, yeah. and things that they had gone through as a family together. So it was really cool. It was an incredible experience to have her come up there and to share. And Matt, your idea worked. Because it worked, it was my idea. Yes. But I will, if it in fact was Ryan, my buddy Ryan's idea, Ryan, thank you. We might be a, a segment in all of our future events, but we don't promise anything. You'll have to come out and check it out for yourself. And, but the thing that was so impressive about it is not only like the strength that it took for Sean to get on stage, but for, for his mom who unscripted, unpracticed, came up and spoke without a pause, without a second thought, without an um or a ah, mm -hmm. and delivered her point in three minutes. And like, it was awesome. It was like, sensitive. that's, that's she killed it. It was so fantastic. She did so well. Yeah, it was cool. It was cool. So one of the themes that we, we kind of just touched upon it earlier, and for you can comment on this, was this one for, from start to finish, from the, all of the people that applied, and for all of those, if, if you're listening, thank you, and keep applying. We rely on your stories to keep this going. There was a theme. Why don't you tell us your thoughts on that? So what we found, what we found was the theme for this event, and even just the theme for those that had applied, was mental health. and not just that they had suffered with mental health or knew someone that suffered with mental health. It was more about bringing an awareness to it, understanding the different levels of it, knowing that it's not one end of the spectrum, that it, it touches a lot of different people. And the fact that we know a lot of people and a lot of people are trying to remove that stigma around mental health and opening up these discussions. And we're so happy and we're so honored to be able to provide a platform for people to be able to do that so that those in attendance can understand the different levels of it. And they can understand who are these people that are affected by mental health and that they're just regular people, you know, it's your, your best friend or your, accountant yep. or, you know, people that play major sports. Uh, it doesn't matter. It affects a lot of people. So we found that that was a pretty big theme for us. So we're going to dig a little deeper into it and yeah. uh, kind of give you our thoughts around, around it all and our own personal experiences. And, and even a story Matt had mentioned, one of our speakers couldn't make it because she had a death in the family and her reasoning, she tried, right? She tried. She said, you know, the services at this time, I'm going to try to make it. I'm going to try yeah. to do this. I'm going to try to do that. I don't want to disappoint you guys. So I'm going to be there. And then I think she, she had a moment of clarity where she knew she had to protect herself. And she also suffers from mental health problems, but she had to protect herself. She had to protect her own energy and she had to create that boundary. And she messaged us and said, listen, guys, 
as much as I want to be there and as much as I don't want to disappoint you right now, I can't make it because my mental health is going to, it's going to take a toll on me. And we understood that. And that was, and it's, it's amazing to be able to have that conversation with someone where it's like, listen, I'd love to be there, but I need to protect myself this round. And that took a lot of courage from her. And it was kind Mm of, uh, it was eye-opening for us, I think. Yeah. And hopefully we'll get Natalie out at our, our next one or the, or in a future one, because I think, you know, what she's doing for mental health and, and, and her story is, is definitely not to be missed. And I think the thing that's so interesting to me, and I use, I don't want to say interesting in a light manner, but everywhere I turn, it's, there's mental health issues or advocacy. I turn on the radio and there's ads for mental health groups. You turn on the TV and there's, there's advertisements for mental health awareness. And this is all fantastic. Mm-hmm. And my curiosity comes in like, has mental health bit always been such a huge issue? Or is it now, is it, and, and we are now just allowed, quote unquote, to talk about it? Or is this something that's just kind of a growing epidemic in our society based on any number of things? And again, we probably don't have time to kind of answer all these questions today, obviously, but I just think it's crazy. And I think it's, it's amazing that like on one stage, we have so many people that are coming from so many different aspects of life, backgrounds, none of their stories are the same, No. but the common thread, no matter how small that thread be, mm-hmm. is mental health, Yeah. mental health awareness, mental health advocacy, like as you say, I think, and I think that's a really, really, really powerful thing. So I think it used to be brushed under the rug. I think it was one of those topics like, well, back in, I don't know what decade, but I, th- I think it was the 1920s, maybe. If people were depressed, or was it the 30s? Was it the 1930s, I think? When was the Great Depression? The 30s? Because it was 20s. the Roaring 20s. Yeah. Roaring 20s, and then the Great Depression, I think, hit right anyways. I don't know. But doctors were prescribing cigarettes for those that were sad. People that and that's, were depressed, right? As an ex-smoker. Yeah. I think that is not a terrible way to do it. I was very happy when I smoked. Me too. I'm just kidding. (laughs) Joking. But yeah, no, so I think it's always been around. Mental health issues have always been around, but no one wanted to talk about them because they were taboo. There was a stigma around them. It wasn't okay, right? You don't want, especially those at a, I think maybe even now, I think those that are in a upper... My, either in the public eye uh, more, if they're socialites, if they come from a higher income sometimes, it's still brushed under the rug because they're worried about what people may say or what people may do or how people are going to feel towards them. If they're going to you know, lose out on a, on a business deal or a transaction or their reputation is going to crumble because of these things. And I think that's where breaking the stigma comes into place now where it's like, it's okay, right? It's a disease. It's something that we all walk with. So why should we shame someone Mm -hmm. that has a mental health problem if we're not shaming the person that, you know, has diabetes or something? They're all one in the same. It's, Mm -hmm. It's a chemical imbalance. It's a medical. And it's something that I think now people are picking up steam. And I think social media has a really big play on it where People can freely express who they are and express their emotions now. Hopefully. Hopefully, hopefully people. Right. Or Um, it doesn't do the opposite 
effect and kind of break people down. But, but yeah, we're just, our hope is that the more conversations that happen, that the less stigma there is around the topic and that people understand that they're never in it alone. And that's almost tying back into our events Yeah, is one of the main things that we focus on is that we want people to know that they're never alone in their struggle, regardless of what their struggle is. And one way to help that is to connect, right? And again, that's what we're trying to do is connect people, connect speakers to people, to people, to speakers from start to finish. It's about connection. So that leads us, I guess, you know, time not being on our side here, a bunch of amazing podcasts coming up for you guys this season, obviously, there will be a recap and a summary and a, um, you know, a fun discussion with all of our five speakers. Mm-hmm. Um, and maybe six, we're still going to try to get Natalie to come on and, and, and do a podcast with us. So stay tuned for all that. That's going to be dropping probably at the same time as this one anyway. So like, share, do all that stuff. Now we are also going to be coming up with a season three in the next little while as well, which would be a little bit of a different format. Farrah, why don't we, tell everyone what we have kind of loosely planned for season three. Yeah. So I think the, the idea of season three has now come from the fact that we don't know when event number three is going to <laughs> yet. Right. Yeah. So to fill that, um, and also to kind of give our listeners something new, something fresh, something exciting to listen to, because we want to be able to continue the conversations that we have inside and outside of this platform. So for season three, what we're going to do is Matt and I are going to take some episodes to ourselves. We're going to teach people how to create their story in a way where they can get up and they can share it, whether it be on a stage or whether it be, you know, on their social platforms or in a blog or whatever it is. We want to teach people now how to create their story to provide that impact. Or even if it's just to shed a layer, you don't have that's, to share it with anyone. That's what I was just going to say is, is, yeah. is at the end of the day, even if it's just so that you can be driving in the car and know that you have let some of that shit go, yeah. um, put it behind you that is the biggest step of all. So, sorry. So we're going to be doing an episode, a couple of episodes on that. We're going to be talking to some other people in our communities and people that we know that are really, really cool people that can either help shed some light on some topics that we think are very relatable. And uh, we're just going to have some fun with it. We're going to do some interviews. We're going to teach you some things. We're going to bring you some value. We're going to bring you some fresh new content and uh, we're super duper about it. Super duper pumped. Super duper pumped, Matt. So what's coming up next then? So what's coming up next is our speakers. So we're going to have interviews with all our speakers. So we'll have Jim, we'll have Chuck, we'll have uh, hopefully Natalie, we'll have Sarah, and we will have Vivian and Sean. Sean. It's going to be awesome. So stay tuned. Thank you all. Thank you all for coming um, to our events. We can't do this without you guys. No. We definitely can't. And don't forget, you can find us on all social outlets. You can find us on YouTube at Talk11, Instagram at Talk11.ca. You can find us on Facebook at Talk11, or you can head over to our website at www.talk11.ca where you can apply to speak on stage. You can apply to be on our podcast and you can check out videos and photos and from our previous events and learn a little bit more about Matt and I on there as well so thank you everyone as usual and uh stay tuned for the next episode and keep on listening and don't forget to subscribe bye guys bye thank you so much for taking the time to listening to the talk 11 podcast we really hope you enjoyed it 
Remember to always look out for us on social media. You can find us on Instagram at talk11.ca, on Facebook at Talk11, and you can head over to our website at talk11.ca. You can also find us on the YouTube, also at Talk11, where on YouTube you can find all of our speakers and all of our events for your viewing pleasure. So thank you so much. Have a great one and we'll talk to you soon.